welcome to the Prophecy Club. As you know, we've got a crusade that is going on July 29 through August 6. And of course, I can't be making broadcast during that time. And I was interviewed on Messiah's Branch, a good friend of mine, been friends for oh, uh, almost 30 years. And uh, so I'm just going to turn that into some radio broadcast for you to hear that until we get back from the crusade. I was interviewed on Skype, so yes, it sounds a little bit different. Stan Johnson, who with his wife founded the Prophecy Club and the Spirit of Prophecy Church. Stan has been studying prophecy 40 years and has been teaching it 30 years, which qualifies him for doing a daily radio program for 25 years. He's hosted over 160 speakers, making 336 DVDs, all on Bible prophecy. Personally, he's recorded 37 prophecy DVDs and has memorized the book of Revelation. A man clearly of many hats, as he's also the president and CEO of the Prophetic Oil Incorporated, which goal is to find the prophesized oil in Israel. He has an important message for us tonight, so let's listen together and see what Stan has to say. But are you there, Stan? I am. Thank you for having me. Well, let me start with a prayer. Lord, I ask that you would give me the right words to say. Don't let me say the wrong words. Cause people to tune in and listen and respond and help us to know and recognize truth. Lord, we ask you to show us the deep and secret things. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, I'm going to start with a couple of what we call rhetorical questions. In other words, obviously you can't answer. I don't expect you to answer. But the first question is, what starts the seven-year tribulation? What starts it? Could it be that the whole world could possibly just slide right into this last seven-year period and not even realize we're in it? Well, if it were to start... How would we know? What would we look for or what would we listen for to be able to recognize that the last seven years, the seven-year tribulation had arrived? Well, that's what I'm going to talk about for the first segment. Daniel 9.27 gives us a hint, but it's only a hint. But there's better than a hint in the next scripture. Daniel 9.27 says, And he, speaking of the Antichrist, shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. Well, that's not telling us a whole lot. So there is some kind of an agreement signed. Well, the Senate just passed the third bill giving $2 billion to individuals and businesses to help them with the coronavirus. Now, whether this is the covenant, I don't know. But it is, well, Trump says it's one of the biggest things that's ever happened in the United States and maybe even in the world. $2 billion given to individuals and businesses. Now, that's only the hint. He shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. However, there's something better. Revelation 6.1 says, And when when I saw the Lamb, when I opened one of the seals, here it is, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, and one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. Now, what is that noise of thunder? This is John the Revelator 2,000 years ago on the island of Patmos, and he described the sound he heard, as the noise of thunder. However, back in 2000, we had Ken Peters come in. He spoke to the Prophecy Club, made a DVD called I Saw the Tribulation, available, of course, at prophecyclub.com or watch instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. He says the dream started, and by the way, so far as I know, no one has ever complained about this. Everyone that hears this believes that he had a vision of the future, where he lived through the first three and a half years of the tribulation. He said the dream started with a very, 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 he uses very three times there, a very loud noise. He says it sounded like a car horn from the 70s. It was extremely loud and very ear-piercing, 
and it lasted for a long time. I was looking down from the heavens on the earth, and I was able to see very clearly many cemeteries. I was brought very close to these graveyards, and a very unusual thing happened to me, that the ground was simply breaking open, and people were coming out of the graves. He says, I saw dead people resurrecting from the graves. I saw no living people go anywhere. What was unusual was that one cemetery plot would have a person come out of the dirt, and the next one to it would not. They launched out of the dirt. It was very violent. He says it was though an explosion was in the grave. I literally saw dirt flying. And I saw this all over the globe. Their clothes they were wearing were like choir robes with a cloak hanging off of them. These people came out in the middle of the day, yet they were glimmering. Their robes and their bodies were brighter than the sun. I could see the brightness of these people shining out. Although their robes were similar... The men appeared very, very masculine, and the women appeared very, very feminine. Then, all of the television, the telephones, radio communications around the globe were all shut down for about two weeks. After about two weeks, they began to come back on. People ask me, what could cause such a shutdown? He says, well, in 1991, Santa Barbara, California news press, newspaper, had an article in it that said that a single high-altitude nuclear blast could bombard the continental United States with electromagnetic rays and cripple civil and military electronics from light bulbs to computers. This pulse would last only a fraction of a second. Even a modest single explosion EMP attack on the U.S. would devastate us as a modern society. These electronics shut down. It lasted for about two weeks. After about two weeks, the electronics began to start back up. However, it was completely different than it was in the previous time. He said the next broadcasts after this were broadcasts everywhere, and it was depicting the same program. And they were talking about a soon-to-come new government and new leadership. They said a new man would be emerging to lead us. Now, what starts the tribulation again? Okay, well, some kind of a big agreement. Now, I don't know that what our Senate just agreed to is heading to the House, and Trump has already said he's going to sign it. I don't know that that's the one, but it is interesting. Hang on to that thought. Now, we're also, could it be that what Ken described as a 1970 car horn is the same thing that John the Revelator 2,000 years ago described as the noise of thunder? Could it be that they're talking about the same event. And could it be that what shuts down all of the electronics is that opening of the first seal? You see, one of the things that God spoke to me audibly when I was memorizing the book of Revelation, he said the seven seals play over seven years. The seven trumpets play over seven months. The seven vials play over seven days. So that first seal opening is the start of the tribulation. Now, if we knew when that was going to happen, we would know seven years later that Jesus is going to return. And we would also, that is, if you have my book and understand what's in the book, we would know the month and also the day he would return. Now, we still won't know the hour, except that we know that he returns after sundown because he comes as a thief in the night. But if we can possibly hear the opening of that first seal, maybe... Maybe we'll be able to recognize that we are in the tribulation. Benjamin Fulford, just this past week, says, and this is BenjaminFulford.net, part of his article, one paragraph, 
Since the pandemic show and computer graphics may soon stop fooling people, MI6 and CIA sources say the next phase will involve, oh, listen to this, a giant magnetic pulse will pass through Mother Gaia, or the Earth, within a week. This will cause a temporary shutdown of the Internet and mobile phone communications, MI6, that's uh, English military intelligence, MI6 sources say. So, what's going on? Could it be that these guys know something? Well, Matthew 24, 7 does say, For nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. Pestilences? Pestilences? In diverse places? Now, a person may be thinking, oh, what rubbish. Well, maybe not. You see, April 12th, well, that's, well, that's first fruits, isn't it? That's 17 days from today. Well, why is that important? Well, you remember when Jesus ascended, this was 40 days after first fruits. He arose from the dead on first fruits. Jesus was the first fruits of them that slept. And the angels standing beside them turned to these men as they watched Jesus go up into the sky. And they said, you men of Galilee, why stand you gazing into heaven? This same, hear that word same, this same Jesus, which is taken up from you to heaven, shall so come in like manner as you've seen him go into heaven. Now, one of the revelations that I got when I memorized the book of Revelation is that Jesus actually is going to come back two more times. The next time he's going to come back is on first fruits. You see, he arose on first fruits. And when he arose on first fruits, that stopped the prophetic time clock. Stopped it. Then, inserted about 2,000 or so years, he is going to return again on the next first fruits. How do you know that, Stan? Because Revelation 14.1 says, I looked, and lo, a lamb stood upon the Mount Zion. Not the Mount of Olives, the Mount Zion. And with him 144,000, having his father's name written in the foreheads. Now, for me to explain that more, just too deep, you got to get my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. But the point is, the next time Jesus returns, he will return on first fruits. With 144,000, he will walk around with 144,000 for about 50 days. Then on Pentecost, the dead in Christ shall rise first. Not the first time. We were, because the day that Jesus came out of the grave, as you recall, there was about 500 people that also came out of the graves on that same day. And they walked all over the city of Jerusalem. Hmm. Sounds kind of like first fruits coming again, doesn't it? So first fruits, Jesus came out of the grave. People came out of the grave with him, walked around. He's going to return again on first fruits with 144,000. And these are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. So he walks all around for about 50 days. And then the dead in Christ shall rise first. Arise out of the graves, only the dead. Arise out of the graves on Pentecost. And we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. The marriage supper of the Lamb is not about us. The marriage supper of the Lamb is about the groom. We are, we get a wedding garment, and then four months later, when we return with him on trumpets, we get a white horse. However, Jesus is crowned King of kings and Lord of lords. He changes from being the Lamb of God to the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He changes from being the Prince of the kings of the earth to become the King of kings and Lord of lords. He has given many crowns and a vesture dipped in his own sacrifice blood and a white horse. Four months later, or about four months later, on trumpets is the grape harvest. That's when he returns as the lion with the barley and the wheat harvest, and he uses the morning star to burn up all the tares. This is in the, him returning as a thief in the night. In the evening tide they are, Isaiah seventeen fourteen, and in the morning they are not. 
And in one evening, he uses the morning star, which is a light sword, like a laser beam coming out of his mouth. He brandishes the sword. He uses the rod to smite the nations. And as Matthew 24 says, as lightning shineth even from the east unto the west, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. In other words, that light sword, that morning star flashing through the eye, the sky, as it is hitting all of the tares, burns them all up. They fall to the ground in a pile of ashes and bones and killing both body and soul. The other two angels with him use the sharp sickles and they slash the grapes. And that's when the blood comes out of the wine press, even under the horse bridles, bridles to the, for the space of 1,600 furlongs. So now what is all that talking about? Well, could it be that this next April 12th could be the day, and I'm asking, I'm not telling you, God has not told me that this is going to happen then. Could it be that that's the day, the next first fruits, that that trumpet is going to sound? Could it be? Well, maybe not. Well, but maybe it could be. And as a watchman, if I see a sword come, I'm commanded by Ezekiel 33:6 to warn the people. So let's talk about that a second. What is... April 8th. Well, that's Passover. Now, you recall Jesus crucified Passover afternoon, and then he had to be in the grave before the sun went down because that evening was Passover, because Jesus was our Passover lamb. But let's get back to the days of Moses. In the days of Moses on Passover was the last of the plagues, and that's when the firstborn were killed because they didn't have the blood of the lamb on their doorposts. And then about midnight, The Pharaoh called him in and said, get out, take all your people with you, go. And Moses sent his people out and they gathered gold and and they spoiled the Egyptians. They got blessings in great abundance. In other words, on Passover was the completion or the stopping of all of the plagues. Did you hear what President Trump just said yesterday and also the day before? He said he thought that this coronavirus might He was very careful not to say for sure. He said this coronavirus might stop on Easter. Well, what's Easter? Well, this year, Easter Easter is April 12th. Now, to the world, it's Easter. But to our Christians that follow the feasts especially, it's first fruits. Does President Trump know something we don't know? Could it be that he knows that they're going to come up with some kind of a solution? Or maybe it's a God thing. I don't know. But... Could it be that the plagues and the blessings of Moses' day are about to repeat? And could it be that this repeating is something very, very important? So could it be that the coronavirus stops on April the 8th, which is Passover, and that same evening that the great wealth transfer takes place? Wealth transfer? What wealth transfer? Well, I'm going to read you some scriptures here or some prophecies here in just a second. But Proverbs uh Proverbs 13.22 says that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Well, that has never been fulfilled in all of humanity that I'm aware of. So that's an unfulfilled prophecy. Could it be that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just is about to take place on or about the weekend of April 8 through 12? Could it be that the coronavirus stops that same Passover evening, and blessings for the Christians start that evening. What bl- bl- blessings? What blessings? All right, if you have been listening to our president over the last two or three days, he has been basically, with this whole uh, coronavirus 
fix that the, the Senate just passed and now is going to the House of Representatives. He's already said he's going to sign. If you listen to what he's saying, he's saying that he's going to give free money to individuals and businesses. Some may have to pay it back, but most won't. In other words, he's throwing blessings left. He's throwing money right. Could this be the wealth of the wicked turned over to the just? It very well. Look, $2 billion. No one's asking the big question. Uh, Trump, where'd you get $2 billion? You want to tell me where you got $2 billion? No one's asked that question. But yet we see even Nancy Pelosi goes in and agrees the thing. Yes, she throws a bunch of stupid stuff on it, but she's agreeing to it. So let's go back to Moses. So, so Moses is the, the plague stop. And then about midnight, he's told to leave, that he sends the children of Israel out, and they get gold and silver and great, great big abundance. Three days later, they're now at the, the crossing side of the Red Sea. Moses holds up his staff, Red Sea parts, and they change. They move from Egypt, from the land of sin, from the land of poverty and bondage, and they move into the promised land. So could it be that on this next first fruits? Since Jesus arose on first fruits, he returns the next time on first fruits. Could it be on first fruits is the sounding of the trumpet or the opening of the first seal? Now, please, I'm not saying it is. And God has not told me. As a matter of fact, I've heard no one else saying this. But as a watchman, I'm simply saying I see something. I see something that could. There's too many things lining up. There's too many things lining up for me not to say something. Do I know that this is the tribulation starting? No, I do not. Am I guessing? No, I don't even think I could say a guess. But when I see this many things lining up, well, Sundar Salvage says the present pope is the false prophet. As I was saying, so, so what? Well, 927 of 2018, an article appeared in the newspapers. It says Declaration of Friendship Across Religions is scheduled September 2020. It says, world's most prominent religious leaders invited to Peace Palace in The Hague to combat division, hatred, and intolerance. Basically, the Pope is calling for a world religion. Now, why is that important? 10, 14, December 2001, Terry Bennett says that he had the angel Gabriel come and visit him over a five-day period. and showed him much of the future, and he said that he divided the 21 years into three seven-year periods. Now, I'm going to skip a whole lot, and I'm going to get right to it. He was told from the years 2022 to 2028 will be the rise of the Antichrist or the beast and the one world religion. He said what is coming is called the New World Order, but behind it is the spirit of the Antichrist and the false prophet and a one world religion. He says, I was told that it would be a combination of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. One world religion would be presented as a solution that will bring peace when in reality it's going to be compromised, a mixture offered by Satan to turn the world away from the absoluteness that Jesus Christ is the only way to go to heaven. Anybody who refuses to accept the new world religion would be labeled a radical terrorist and a threat to world peace. As it goes forward, it will move to murder, as we all know. We're going to skip, 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 skip more. Now let's talk about the year 2020. 2020 just happens to be 400 years from the signing of the Mayflower Compact. What's that? Well, before our forefathers even got off the Mayflower boat, that day they filled out and signed something called a Mayflower Compact. This was an agreement with God to start a new nation for, quote, the furtherance of the Christian faith. 
Shane Warren says that there is a 400-year judgment cycle, and he says that America's judgment arrives in 2020, which just happens to be exactly 400 years from the Mayfire Compact. 2020 is also 40 years from when the angel first visited Dimitri Dudeman and told him that America is the mystery of Babylon, and the entire chapter of Revelation 18 is talking about America, and God has decided to punish America with fire, and the fall of America would start with an internal revolution started by the communists. 2021 is the year Terry Bennett says that Gabriel told him that America will fall. Now, if you put all that together, one says the tribulation will start in 2020, uh, excuse me, 2022. The fall of America is in 2020. The 400 years says 2020. The 40 years says 2020. Terry Bennett says 2021. Now, that doesn't exactly agree, but over a 6,000-year period, going all the way back to Adam, and if we're talking about within a year or two, see, I'm not trying to set a date. What I am trying to say is we are in the ballpark. And it could be that April the 12th of this year, it could be that we will hear that horn honk long and loud, see those graves burst open, and all the electronics shut off. Let's put it this way. If that had happened yesterday, almost no one on the globe would even know what happened. But now since you've been hearing this broadcast, if it happens, and I said if, I do not know that it's going to happen, but if it happens, now you'll say, whoa, 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 wait, 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 honey, come here, come here. I can tell you what just happened. Let me tell you what just happened. The first seal just opened. Now let's talk about cows, two cows. One black cow, that, excuse me, one black and white cow that was born on September 24th of 2014. However, it was first released to the public on September 25th of 2014. So what's September 25th of 2014? Well, it just happens to be Shemitah. Now, as Pastor Dan can tell you, there are sabbatical years. In other words, this particular Shemitah is talking about a seven-year period. So when you say Shemitah, you're talking about a seven-year period. It's one word that basically is talking about seven years. And a second solid red cow was born also on September 25th of 2014. Now, the interesting part is both of these cows have a big seven right between their eyes. Now, the red cow is kind of a scribbled seven, but the black and white cow, oh, it's a pristine, perfect seven. It looks like a typewriter seven. What does that mean? Is that just a coincidence? Is that just something to just be ignored? Or could it be a prophecy? Well, if it's a coincidence, we can ignore it. But what if God is showing us what's coming? If it is a prophecy, then what's it saying? Well, the black and white cow, if it's a prophecy, with a nice pristine seven on his forehead, would be saying, well, there's seven years of plenty, starting September 25th of 2014. And the solid red cow with a scribbled seven on his forehead would be saying, there's another second set of seven years, which would be famine, as was outlined in the example of the seven good cows and the seven bad cows, like the seven good ears of corn, followed by the seven bad years of corn, prophesying seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine, as was with Joseph and the Pharaoh. So the seven years of famine, well, that would start on the next Shemitah, which would be exactly seven years later, which just happens to be September 26th of 2001. See, we're not exactly accurate here. Not everything is lining up. 
but we're close enough to where if we hear a long, loud blast and graves burst open and all the electronics turn off, whether it's in the next two weeks or the next two years, at this point, we'll know. And that's the point I'm trying to get across. Terry Bennett's date says 2022 would be the start of the tribulation, though let me give you a disclaimer. He did not say that that was the tribulation. But everything he says, says that is the tribulation. Uh, here's something else that doesn't exactly agree, but it still says we're close. Tom Horn had a vision at 2 a.m. He was shown a giant space rock, an asteroid moving through space at 28,000 miles an hour. Suddenly, he was back on the Earth again, surrounded by tens of thousands of people on a mountain. They were all running for their lives, including him. People were everywhere screaming and screaming and begging for God to deliver them from what is coming. He says, I watched this fiery mountain entering the atmosphere, burning as it comes through the atmosphere, breaking apart as it comes through the atmosphere. I'm going to interrupt the broadcast right there. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins that can help you roll over your IRA, 401k. So tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. Most people agree that the book of Daniel is the most difficult book in the Bible to understand. Tribulation Secrets in Daniel explains the parts of Daniel that us tribulation saints are going to need to know. It exposes the plans of the Antichrist, how to spot the Antichrist, his physical appearance, the sound of his voice, how he rises to power and takes over the world. One for 20, but don't do that. We offer him in shrink wrap sets of 10. 10 for 30, 20 for 40 at prophecyclub.com. Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, 1 for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 40 at prophecyclub.com. When a nuclear device is detonated, the wind blows the dust settling on everything around you. Then you breathe, eat, or absorb radioactive iodine, which then kills your thyroid and kills you. A simple fix is to immediately take potassium iodate pills, which flood your thyroid with good iodine, keeping the radioactive iodine out. You need one bottle per person per exposure for everyone from infant to adult. Ten bottles available for a gift of $225 or $25 per bottle at prophecyclub.com. Shelf life from five to eight years, potentially more if you refrigerate or freeze it. That's prophecyclub.com potassium iodate pills. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I was shown a secret door linking the feasts to the prophecies of Revelation. For the first time, the book of Revelation can be put in correct chronological order. You can understand Bible prophecy. 1 for 20, 5 for 30, 10 for 55. What is the most important information to every beating heart on the globe? After except Jesus, it would be, don't take the mark of the beast. Those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are tormented in the lake of fire and brimstone for eternity. How do you tell them? Give them, miss the mark. 1 for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 40. Over the past 32 years, I've collected the best 101 prophecies from Dimitri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Gruber, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Maria Sklar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, and more. It's called God's Warnings for America. 1 for 20, 5 for 30, 10 for 55. 1 for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 40 at prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins 
that can help you roll over your IRA, 401k. So tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. Each single Prophecy Club DVD is a gift of $30. In that you know the internet is going away one day, it is a good idea to actually have the disc. However, at WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal. My new book, How Pre-Trib One, is divided into four quadrants. First of all, it answers the question, How Pre-Trib One? The next quadrant sets the foundations that you'll need to understand the truth about the rapture. The third segment is explaining the post-trib rapture. And the fourth section is 25 pre-trib questions answered. I believe it's going to be the definitive book that is going to finally answer the question about the rapture. Is it pre, mid, or post? It's called How Pre-Trib One: How the Lie Beat the Truth and the People Would Have It So. One for 20, 10 for 30. 20 for 40 at prophecyclub.com. It's a quick read that will finally answer your questions about the rapture. How pre-trib one, one for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 40 at prophecyclub.com. <laughs> 